Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to your God to Love podcast. I'm Haley Helveston. This podcast is all about holistic health, sacred sexuality, and spirituality. I have Nancy and Bill Jameson here as transformational coaches for Your Day Balance Game. Bill and Nancy coach to B-A-L-A-N-C-E, balance teaching coach clients on how to how to be and live a life of sustainability utilizing the tools of health, fitness, lifestyle, and consciousness. They are able to reveal, recreate, and revitalize personal and professional character, ethic, and habits, teach the direct correlation or relationship between results and improved self-worth, draw powerful insights from any obstacle and build spots clients will face. I mean, or blind spots clients will face. And then they also have a podcast, Sex, Money, and Real Estate. The Sex, Money, and Real Estate represents beliefs in the possibility of having joyous, abundance, mature, intimate relationships, which are in a balance with your already successful real estate business and further empowering real estate couples to put J-A-M on that bread. Yes, I love it. Okay, welcome. Put the jam on the bread, baby. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Okay, so we want to start off right with y'all talking about communication. Okay. So a lot of people are struggling okay, with Okay, right okay, cool. Tell us, what do you want to know about communication? Okay, guys? so a lot of people are struggling with communication, right. being with COVID, and they're spending too much time with their partner, and... Or maybe a lot of women tell me they can never communicate their needs because their partner doesn't, maybe he thinks that, you know, he's already amazing in bed. Why would they want to improve it? He's already amazing in bed. Why would they want to improve it? Okay, gotcha. Cool. Uh, communication is, um, you know, that I'm not sure what, what COVID's doing for all the communication. I think that's kind of yeah. like a, you know, I, if anything, it's probably magnifying yeah, things mm-hmm. a little bit, but it's always, I, I feel like it's always been an opportunity for, for everybody. I mean, I know it's my, my, my opportunity to communicate more and at a higher level. So all that being said, um, what do I want to say about communication? It's uh, communication with your queen and holding space for your queen is about uh, really vulnerability, uh, not letting your ego drive, um, drive the train. You know, we uh, as guys, we have uh, we have a tendency to um, to cover up, to hide, to to go with that that masculine side all the time, uh, and not really be in touch with the feminine side, uh, or think that's kind of like a weak thing to do to be in touch with the feminine side, when uh, in fact uh, when you're when you're in touch with your feminine, or you have a more of a balance, you know, you got that fire and you got the water, <laughs> then you. Um, then you you have access to you know the spirituality of it all and the inside of the, the communication um you have uh, access to downloading from spirit you have uh, access to to yourself and and uh not necessarily letting ego uh allow you to play small so yeah because what do you think why do so many people struggle with communication is it just because we like none of us were taught how to communicate and then when something as intimate as sex and relationships it's like Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're taught the, um, we're taught that the external is the way to get validated. And so what I mean by that is 
you know, your value, your self-worth is predicated on the car you drive or the house that you mm -hmm. live in or that the job that you have or the size of your diamond ring or the longevity of your marriage. Never mind if your marriage is rich and nourishing and sexy. However, if you're married for 30 years, now that's a badge of honor. So mm -hmm. like any, any of those external things and what we often talk about and we see in the communication uh, conversation is that we bring that back to the internal. And so it's those internal things that really drive your self-worth, that really create your self-worth. And so things like, you know, how much time do you spend on yourself loving yourself? How, you know, what are you drinking? What are you eating? What are you reading? Where are you working? Who are you sleeping with? Uh, who are you hanging out with? And so all of those those internal things, um, when you're questioning those environments that you're in, you know, yes, those are external, and yet, how do they impact your internal um, your internal source? Like, like, how quickly are you able to detox more than you intox? And so, when you surround yourself in those empowering environments and you make those choices predicated on the things that empower you from the inside out, it creates a greater life experience. And then what happens is those external validations, those external resources, while they're important, they're not what's governing your internal heart or your internal guidance system. Yeah. And so that's what we mean by building the character ethic. It's, um, it's building it from the inside out or like, maybe you've heard this before is into me I see is the intimacy with myself. So it's, it's very important. Mm, yes. I love that. Mm. Yeah. Cause we're taught that intimacy is sex when really that's a part of it, but that's not all of it. Correct. Yes. And they're, and they're, they're, they're two separate things yet when they're empowered, they're able to work in tandem. So, so intimacy with yourself is that deep, nourishing, rich connection with yourself that you can have with an, with another person or mm -hmm. multiple people or you know in all of your different relationships. Yet, if you don't have that that intimacy with yourself, then you're not going to experience that with other people. Or, like your or or levels that connection. of yeah, the connection, the communication. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're not comfortable with yourself, you're not going to be comfortable with others. Right? So in terms of if you haven't gone super deep with yourself, how can you go there with someone else? Yeah. So then mm -hmm. back to your original question of what are we seeing the communication piece with, with COVID? COVID is a circumstance. So COVID is simply highlighting what's already there and what's already underlying. Mm -hmm. And so with that, it, it's like, it's like adding gasoline to a fire. So with the communication piece again you know you're in this you're in this house that you have to be in the house or you have like rules to where you know you're in for a certain period of time and and now your workplace is, is your home and your gym is your home and the restaurant is your home and school is your home and now you're in this supercharged very uh it can be highly explosive environment and then you're you're not in communication with yourself. You're certainly not going to be in communication with your other. And, your it's, other and it's highlighted because you're doing all these things at home, right? Because mm -hmm. in any other you know regular lifestyle, you, you know you might you might be hiding you might be hiding out at the bar so you don't have to communicate. Yeah. Or hiding out with your friends on the golf course. So yeah. You don't have to or working eighty hours a week, so you don't you know those are all right. distractions. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And so now you take away all those distractions. You're in your house. Phew, 
yeah. and then you know you really get to see how you love or don't love the folks that you're hanging out with mm-hmm. you know? yeah and so again back to yourself it's 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 really the relationship all starts with yourself and so if you're in communion and so bill and i like to talk about being in communion as opposed to communication because communion is truly like the union of the intimacy to commune you know if you think in in religious terms it's the communion and and sharing and yet it's it's the communion of the conversation as opposed to communicating i mean that can be like a really big trigger for a lot of people i mean it's a super hot buzzword right now wait say that again communication like why is it such a we're not we're not communicating like oh okay but basically okay i love how we're talking about this Uh okay so basically when people say we're not communicating basically essentially what that means is you're not understanding me right it can be yeah. Or you're not sharing fully or you're not sharing authentically or you're not sharing uh, transparently, you know, mm-hmm. like like it could be forthcoming. And, you know, of course, you can be withholding a lot of the details. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's a lot of stuff that happens when you withhold the details. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so True. it's but it, it, you know, again, so it's triggering because that's where a lot of the, the buzzword is going right now is is we're not communicating. It's kind of like we're not having sex, you know, like, or the oh, money yeah. conversation, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, we're, we're arguing about money. Well, we're going to argue about communicating too. Mm-hmm. So we like to focus on being in communion, communion. Okay. I love that. Yes. A little more synergistic, you know? Yeah. No, that mm-hmm. sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what about in terms of how can I talk a lot about holding space for the men holding space for the women in relationships and in sexuality? How can they do that? There's a lot of ways to uh, to hold space for sure, and I think a lot of it is holding space is you know that empathic listening, you know, and really really getting to the essence of the conversation, mm-hmm. uh, and where you're where you're you're listening where more from a, um, instead of autobiographical, you know, listening from like your point of view. You're, you're listening from their point of view and you're coming from understanding or you're asking to get more understanding of where they're coming from as opposed to, you know, dialing it all through your, you know, your, your center, your, your, lens. Your, your, your lens. Yeah. So holding space is really, I mean, for all the guys out there is, is again, just, you know, it, it's patience, it's practice. It is taking your time to really mirror back what, what your partner is saying to you. And getting to the essence of the conversation uh, from their point of view, and not necessarily from yours. Mm, I love that you said that. Because for the woman listening, if a woman's struggling with maybe an orgasm, or maybe it takes her longer, or whatever her situation is, mm-hmm. for her to say, "It's really not you. This is what I need." Yeah, right? absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not take it personally. Yes, I love that. Yes, because it's you know, I mean, that's that's the thing is you know, when you're especially when you're doing the autobiography graphical listening you it's very highly possible that you're taking everything personally yes it has nothing to do with you Mm -hmm. so um so yeah just just can you continue to communicate from from that uh, empathic listening source do you think um i don't think so okay cool okay what about because i talk a lot about masculine feminine energy Mm -hmm. how can men embrace a healthy masculine energy by embracing their healthy feminine Ooh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> i love it that's awesome say more about that right? yeah well you know here's the thing is that you know again I, like i spoke to in the beginning of the of my podcast this video chat thing is that you know we 
as guys, a lot of times we want to, you know, we want to be fiery. We think we're brought up, our dads bring us up to be fiery. We think we're supposed to be fiery and go all in and be alpha male and do all this stuff. And you never really take time to listen to your emotions or your feeling or even express back in the communication thing, express how you are, how you're feeling in that moment. And when you can actually take time and listen to that inner voice and those downloads, then um, you are holding space. You are holding space for your queen. You are, you know, you are, um, you're being a space holder. I mean, it's, it's patience. It's listening to yourself so that you can listen to others. Yeah. Cause I want to add too, it seems like a lot of women, it's like their emotions are like just mass chaos. And then like you add in a guy who he's not in touch with his emotions. So it's no wonder why a lot of women and men can't communicate when the woman is just, yeah, I don't know. What if do I, you think I, about that? I don't think I buy into that hundred no? percent because lot. because when the guy is not in touch with his emotions, they're still in there. Very true. They're still in there, and they're and they're more than likely all over the place. It's just now that they're suppressed and they come out in different ways. Oh, okay. So what? So why do people say that then? I about, don't, I don't know why they know? say that. Why do they say that? About women being so all over the place emotionally. Uh. Because so I think it's a combination of things. I think men are not taught how to express themselves in a healthy way, and so as men, because because it's thought of as emasculating, mm -hmm. you know. And so True. if you demonstrate emotion, you're weak, and so they suppress that unfortunately, and it shows up and manifests in different ways, whether it's anger or violence or um, you know, crazy, addictive behaviors yeah, or say, yeah. mm -hmm. aggression or, or any of those things. And so when they do take, when men take the time to settle in and express themselves, it creates a sense of responsibility, like an ownership, like, no, I do feel these things and I am important and I am valued. And when a man can speak to how much they um, own their emotion and own it, it allows them the space to truly own their masculinity. And when a man can own their masculinity, there's a confidence that exudes, a self esteem that exudes that creates and adds to that space that Bill's talking about, which then allows the woman to soften and to be and to be a goddess and to be a queen and to be in that flow because from that flow space, that's where the woman manifests. So in the union or the communion then has the man in his full masculine and and balancing with the feminine and then the the goddess in the feminine balancing with the man and then it creates that yin and yang and now here we go we're energizing we're manifesting we're joyous when the man does not have or is not taught the ability to honor that space within him then the woman compromises and, and compensates. So she compromises herself mm -hmm. and her feminine divinity and becomes masculine to get shit done and yep. take control of the situation because she can. Mm -hmm. But that allows her, that, that moves her out of the feminine and into the masculine. And then you, that's when you get the, that's when you hear the comments about, oh, you know, she's, she's hard, she's aggressive, she's a bulldog, she's 
a Doberman with lipstick. She's, um, you know, all of the, a velvet hammer. She's, you know, all of these things mm -hmm. like this, these really derogatory, harmful yet, mm -hmm, yet statements. Yeah, worn with a badge a lot of times. Yeah, too. worn with yeah. a badge because she has that get shit done, you know, like oh, I, I'm an out, now I'm an alpha woman. Whoa, you know, so that's why. I think that's why that is, um, that is portrayed. I, I think that's where there is a great imbalance mm. in a lot of things, which is, I mean, again, that's why we coach to balance because it allows, because out of balance allows the health of the mm -hmm. person and it's the health of the man and the health of the woman. And if you're imbalanced, that's going to show up and manifest physically somewhere as uh, cancer, heart disease, diabetes, overweight, you know, obesity, hair loss, whatever, addictive behaviors, trauma, it's just going to show up and manifest itself somewhere, somehow, because there's an imbalance. Mm -hmm. Of the masculine and the woman. Uh -huh. Oh, wow. Okay. Whoa. I'm so glad you said this. <laughs> because, y'all, that is so powerful because a lot of women, It's because I was talking about this yesterday with someone, it's like they, most women crave to be in the feminine. At least for mm -hmm. me, I wish I could be in the feminine 24-7, <laughs> you know? And so. And you can be. Very true, mm -hmm. but our society has taught us that we can't to, I love how you said get shit done, mm -hmm. to be successful in our society, especially in America, we've been taught that we can't do that, mm -hmm. especially as women. And nowadays, women, most women have to provide for themselves. So it's no wonder why some of the women are like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it's, it, it, and again, that, that's, uh, we're taught that. We're taught that. We're, yeah, we're, so we're taught the external is the validation. We're taught about codependency where you need somebody else to take care of you. I mean, we're taught mm -hmm. all of those things. So it, it's it's definitely a very real uh, pandemic. Oh, no, I definitely no, that's, that's Well, right. let's say real quick, though, because I want to ask you all yeah. this. For, what do you think about how can women step more into them? And I always love asking people this because everybody says something different in terms of embracing their feminine energy. Mm. Wee. So things that you can do for yourself, I'm just, I'm going to share things that I do for myself to um, create that, that feminine energy, because I am a very much a direct uh, high achiever. And so one would call me an alpha woman, I guess. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I definitely have that ability to go all out and, you know, have that GSD personality. So for me, I enjoy, I love makeup. I love um, wearing flowy clothes. I love doing yoga. I love doing um, like dancing with my body or uh, walking around naked. I mean, those are all very like goddessy things that allow me the space to be a woman. Um, what else? Well, what is that? And so talk about like, I know it, but I want you to say it. What does that do for your body and the state that you're in when you do those things? Mm, yes. So it creates a sense of turned onness. And go. so if a turned on woman, Nicole Day Doan uh, said this, a turned on woman will change the world. And so what that means is back to that sexual energy and just utilizing that, that, that reverberation and that circulation of that sexual energy to where I am magnetized now. And so people, places, things, resources, manifestations happen as a result of me utilizing that energy because as we know, 
or maybe we don't know, but yeah. as we know, the, the, <laughs> the sexual energy is the highest form of energy in the world. And so you, it's life force and it, it creates, the sexual energy creates babies, it creates worlds, it creates businesses, it creates music, it creates poetry and art and literature and all of those things. And so when we utilize that creative energy, that sexual energy, then we just move from a place of love. It's a higher vibration, so it moves from a place of love. And you exude this femininity, this softness, this fluidity, and it's so much easier yeah. to uh, manifest and achieve and and create and well, communicate it's, and it's power versus force. Yeah, it's it's the influence. It moves from an influential place or a powerful place mm -hmm. instead of a forceful place. When you're in that get shit done, like that's literally the hammer time, and that's force. And so it's uh, and it's very powerful. Yeah, and the force is what wears you out. Yes. You know, putting that, that, that square peg in a round hole yes. all day long will wear you out. Mm -hmm. And that's when it leads to, like you talked about earlier, you know, cancer and disease. Yeah, the and, breakdowns. And, yep. and, and obesity. And yep. you mm -hmm. don't have that, that balance between, you know, the productivity and, you know, the self-care. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And I want to add this to our production capability. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's the sustainability of the sustainability. Mm -hmm. um, for Cubby, but go ahead. No, 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 I'm, I'm just so glad that we're talking about this too, because a lot of women nowadays in our society, when they're in that hypermasculine, because I have clients right now that are dealing with this, it's, you're burned out, you're doing chronic fatigue and all that. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure y'all have seen that right oh, now. Yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I used to be that person, 90 hours a week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what do they do? Is that where you're going with this? What do they yeah, do during so, the day? <laughs> yeah. In the of the day? So then you're saying, step in, I'm, so I'm just trying to get this, Point across to people listening, you can easily GSD get set get mm -hmm. shit done mm -hmm. from the place that you're talking about, not mm -hmm. from the other. Because mm -hmm. I think it's so hard to convince people that you could do the same thing and get more done in this place. Is what we're trying to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and you know, for for our particular coaching clients, what we say is watch us, like watch us get this done because we we practice what we preach. Mm -hmm. 24-7, 365 days a year. We are, we are practicing all of the tools and the resources that we utilize, we're teaching. And we'll, that we're teaching them is we're utilizing. Mm -hmm. And so things like if you're sitting at your desk, you can set a timer for 30 seconds and breathe and just take 10 deep breaths. Or you could set a timer for one minute and then write down every single thing in your life that comes into your mind that you're abundant in. I'm in abundant in eyelashes, breath, clothes, money, fingers, toes, hair, like all love, hugs, kisses, orgasms, all of those things that you're abundant in, in one minute. And what that gives you access to is just that pause between the fray of the day and to recenter yourself and to refocus your energy and to get back into that, uh, that influence, that flow. So things like that. I mean, of course you can do, you can pause and do 10 push-ups or a pull-up or, you know, go for a walk around, um, the floor or the block or your house or the neighborhood or. So what whatever. I'm hearing, what I'm hearing, you, what I'm hearing you say is to increase your your intimacy with yourself mm -hmm. so that you're in that flow is to look at your, your beliefs and figure out what is, you know, what's most important to you. 
and create some powerful habits around those those beliefs so that you're creating the balance between work and and the rest of your life yeah and utilize those practices throughout the day so yes exactly that cool yes i love that okay so what is abundant love (laughs) (laughs) okay that's awesome so abundant love is a principally centered and accountable practice of creating and nourishing intimate sexually intimate relationships for the purpose of healing, manifestation, and sustainable joy. Manifestation, empowerment, and just like really feeling empowered by your choices and empowered by yourself. And so, you know, Bill and I say that it always goes back to our health. And as we're, we're moving into this conversation around intimacy and communication, and, you know, I feel, I feel like your listeners can really hear that we are absolutely about balancing the production and um, the production capability. And so that, that concept of sustainability comes from um, Covey, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And so abundant love is the, the practice of those sexually intimate relationships. So, so it, what, it, what it really leads to is less codependence and more interdependence and independence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, cuz you know, when when you're when you're so wrapped up in in codependence, it really it it leads to stagnation. Mhm. Yeah. And and the the uh inappropriate um reliability on one person to be all things for mm-hmm. all things, yes. you know. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it's yeah. just it's un it's unrealistic. It's inaccurate and for for me to expect bill to be all things for me is just it's not possible it's not possible so he and i practice this abundant love which is you know to practice uh having sexual relationships with other people with a very um open transparent communication around all of those things for the people for the purpose of healing so you know, you opened up the conversation with shame and guilt and, you know, how can I not, or how can I have this conversation with my, with my partner and how I want to experience this orgasm if I'm experiencing shame and guilt. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of those components like that, that shame conversation, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, (laughs) we've all been handed conversations and beliefs and paradigms from Mm -hmm. when we were kids, whether it was our parents or teachers uh, I went to Catholic school, so I got a whole, you know, big bag of uh, of stuff that wasn't necessarily serving me. And you just carry these beliefs throughout your life, and again, they show up and they they impede your health. And so, when we talk about sustainability, we talk about the sustainability of the total person. And you know, if we're talking about uh, we if we're talking about health and, and fitness then we have to address the sexual side of things because we are sexual beings. Like, mm-hmm. again, like the purpose of sex is to procreate and, and, and to create other, um, other things. And if we don't address the totality of the person, then we're not addressing everything. So we have to address the sexuality. It, it, uh, in the Tao of health, sex, and longevity, it goes back to, uh, there's three pillars. It's food exercise and sex. And if you're not addressing those three things, there is everything else is 
yeah. on the balance. And there, the, there's no way you're going long, you know, long in terms of like living a healthy, full, sustainable life. Joyful. So, yeah. Wow. So, you know, we're practicing the, the sexuality piece and, and moving sexual energy in a very responsible, appropriate, accountable practice through abundant love. Yeah. I mean, it leads to way bigger conversations. I mean, mm -hmm. we, we talk about principles. We talk about win-win. We have win-win conversations. We have relationship standards. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've, we've shifted paradigms. I mean, there's, it's led to all kinds of mm -hmm. amazing conversations that, yeah. you know, you just don't have every day unless you are really looking to heal on, a, on another level. Mm -hmm. It is definitely like a double PhD conversation in <laughs> like it, it's an, it's advanced technology. So it's mm -hmm. probably a whole nother, a whole nother episode, which of course we're happy to have. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, no, no. I would love to, cause I just mm -hmm. want to bring that up to the people listening because I think that, um, you know, nowadays a lot of people are talking about open relationships and poly and everything. And I think that, Y'all do your relationships in a very, very healthy, sustainable way. And that's what I want people to hear mm -hmm. and yeah. have a resource for that. Yeah. No, this is not, it's not polyamory. It's not, it's not a labeled uh, concept. It's not swinging. It's, it's, it's none of those things. If we had to put a label on it, that's where we came up with, um, well, the community, it, it came up with the, the abundant love conversation or the abundant love as a uh, as a practice as a practice as a so. new sexual health yeah okay new yeah. sexual yeah. health yeah it's a it's a sexual style it's not necessarily a love style okay so. yeah yeah because mm -hmm. I, I think that a lot of people are craving um some sort of other paradigm because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. clearly what is it? it i think it's up now it's 55 percent is the divorce rate is it really yeah wow. so it's like <laughs> we're not getting any better at this <laughs> right yeah. right yeah and you know the thing is about divorce is you you know unless you really work on the healing and you really work on the independence. Uh, I mean, you're just going to take yourself with you to the next. It's, it's, it's going to be the same, yes. same conversation with the next person. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, Definitely. so you might as well you might as well stay where you are and work on yourself and work with your partner and then make a decision because you know that that's when you go from divorce, divorce, divorce. I mean, that's that's serial monogamy. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's you know that's that it's not it's also not healthy or sustainable mm -hmm. yeah and that's just draining too for your health well yeah and every time you do that you're carrying on a little more weight more relationship yeah and what do y'all believe too i know a lot of people believe that when you have sex with someone you're absorbing their energy oh for sure you yeah. That? Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah of course. i've heard that too mm -hmm. so then that's a lot of energy that you're carrying around with you. absolutely absolutely yeah. okay so what takeaway would you want everybody to know from this conversation oh listen to this podcast again, <laughs> maybe <laughs> even cool. three times. Cause yeah. there were a lot of juicy nuggets in that mm -hmm. whole thing. I mean, we just rattled off a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Listen to that. Uh, we invite you to come check out our podcast, sex, money, and real estate over on uh, Apple, Apple podcasts, iTunes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but the takeaway for this conversation, I think is, really to dig in is about the intimacy and in, into me i see i think is the biggest thing that we talked about because you know because it all starts with you and it's all those internal conversations mm -hmm. and getting rid of all those external conversations and i that's i heard more of that in this today mm -hmm. than it's that that thing than anything else so mm -hmm. that's 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 the, that's the takeaway yeah absolutely yeah practicing self-love self-awareness mm -hmm. you know increasing your self-worth and and having an understanding that the greatest relationship that you can have is with yourself and out of the relationship with yourself, you pour out into others and into 
you know, being yeah. in service to life and, yeah. and the ripple the effect. Yeah, the ripple effect. Yeah. Mm, yes. Effect. And I always want to create a more, more orgasmic, more fulfilling world. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, y'all, for joining me. You're welcome. I'll place your links below. Everybody, okay. I would love to hear your feedback. Let us know what you think and review the podcast. And I will talk with you later. Awesome. Bye. Peace. Bye for now. Love goes out.